Welcome to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. Stay tuned for an analysis and conversation about the issues that matter most to you and your family. Here now with this week's edition of News in Focus is Chris Long. And welcome to this edition of News in Focus. We're glad that you've joined us. Well, the November 7th election is quickly approaching as we're now into the month of October. Early voting will begin on October 11th, uh, the last day to register to vote for the November 7th election. If you have moved, uh, just turned 18, or have never registered, is October 10th. Uh, So you need to get that done. You could do that, actually, at the Secretary of State's website, and you can register to vote online. That's uh, the Secretary of State's website. Uh, There's a link on our website at the Ohio Christian Alliance to do that. Uh, But again, uh, early voting begins October 11th for the November 7th election, and we're going to have two ballot issues on the November 7th uh, ballot, and that is, of course, the abortion ballot of Issue 1. But we're going to focus on Issue 2 tonight's program, and I have a couple of special guests that are going to talk about that. And this is the attempt, really, by the marijuana industry to legalize recreational marijuana. Now, we've been down this road before in Ohio where we've tried to turn back these folks on previous ballots, and it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck effort uh, to defeat Issue 2. And, you know, the Ohio Christian Alliance has put together a bulletin insert and a handout for community groups, for churches, for individuals. It's on our website at ohioca.org, and you can uh, print and download. You can even request printed versions for your church. Uh, There's a link on the website as well. Just search Ohio Christian Alliance, and right at the top you'll see that link uh, to be able to request uh, voter guides. Well, let's talk about that, and we have a special guest with us. Her name is Corrine Lamacra, and she actually has a very personal story of how recreational marijuana, and I really even hate calling it that, it's just legalizing pot. Uh, What we're saying is don't let Ohio go to pot, uh, and the... uh, uh, the potency of the new marijuana is so much greater than it was 30 years ago. Uh, and it is a really uh, problematic issue for those states like Colorado and California and Washington State have, who have legalized uh, the recreational use of marijuana, and they're having a plethora of problems with increased uh, traffic accidents, even traffic deaths. And our next guest is going to talk about a tragic story about her, her daughter and, and how it struck uh, her family in a very real way. Uh, Corinne, welcome to the program. Thank you, and thank you for having me here today. Well, Corinne, uh, uh, where where do you call home? I live just outside of Westerville, uh, outside of Columbus. So tell us about uh, your personal story. Well... I had the most incredible daughter. Her name was Jennifer, and she went to school in Cleveland, Ohio. She went there on a lacrosse scholarship for Notre Dame College, and um, she was an artist student, student of the year, um, an amazing person. She knew how to speak Arabic and Spanish, and she had a degree in intelligence and analysis research. She graduated from college in 2012. So my daughter was up in Cleveland, and one night, um, her first job called her in uh, to one of the locations that she was overseeing as a district manager for an international company, and they called her in, and as she was making her way there, 
She crossed through an intersection, and she was impacted by a man who was driving approximately 82 miles an hour through a red light. And he smashed into the side of her car. Her car was careened across the road and through the front of a building, and the facade of the building fell down on top of her car, and my daughter died at the scene. The man that did this was totally uninjured, and he didn't even remember that he was driving his car. He had to ask people around him what happened. He had no idea. So that's how I lost my most incredible daughter to to uh, marijuana. There was marijuana in his car. He admitted using it. Um, there was paraphernalia in his car, and um, he was charged. That's a tragic story, um, and that's the kind of thing why you are speaking out now against issue two, and we appreciate you doing that. Actually, I've seen some of the uh, ads that you're in opposing issue two. Tell us why that you've uh, decided to go ahead and go public to, to talk about your personal story with your daughter. Well, that all came about at her funeral when I was asked by our clergy to speak at my daughter's funeral, and I was in no way thinking I would ever be able to do that. But but he led me up to the podium, our clergy did, and he um, told me that God would give me the words. And I was standing there before the congregation thinking, what am I going to say? I had no idea what I was going to say. And suddenly I felt this warmth come over me, and I realized that um, that I was changed at that moment. I really couldn't speak in front of people before, and I started saying that I was going to, for the rest of my life, make sure that no other family had to feel the kind of pain and loss that we have, and I was going to speak out about this. So that's what I've been doing ever since. Well, thank you for it, because it is so needed right now, what we're facing in Ohio, because unfortunately, that is going to play out multiple times here in the state of Ohio if Issue 2 is passed. And I'm reading from the Colorado traffic death statistic, legalization has increased 24% overall, um, it says, while deaths in which drivers tested positive for marijuana increased 135%, the percentage of all Colorado, Colorado traffic deaths that were marijuana-related has risen from 15% in 2014 to 25% in 2019. The Hudson Institute policy memo, the Colorado experiment, legalized marijuana's impact in Colorado. Uh, this is you know, from the Hudson Institute. Kareem, this is uh, the kind of thing that will just multiply of issue to his past. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's just going to exponentially increase. Um, it's going to be everywhere. This man that actually killed my daughter crossed the state lines. So if one state has it, and you know, it, it can easily cross over to another state. Um, and this bill that they um, are putting forth, this initiative, is written by the marijuana industry. So it, everything about it favors them, and it's very scary. Um, some of the things in the bill state that the flower marijuana will be no less than 35%, and the concentrate will be low, no less than 90%, and I, that is no less, not, not, greater, not greater than. And that is a really scary thing. Um, people are going to be using these edibles. They're going to be feeling fine. They're going to get in their car. And 20 minutes later, they're going to be extremely intoxicated. Um, they're not going to know where they are, and they're not going to be able to drive, and they're going to end up killing somebody. So I'm ex 
very, very upset about everything that is in this issue, too. We should not be passing a bill like this written by the marijuana industry. When the state of Colorado passed the legalization of marijuana, even the Democratic governor, uh, Governor Hickenlooper at the time, he said, we lament that we've done this. It's just been uh, a real tragedy for the state of Colorado. Uh, here, according to Quest Diagnostics, uh, that does tr- drug testing state uh, nationwide for the workplace, it says workplace positive tests for marijuana are 30% higher in Colorado than the national average, making it difficult to find available workers, especially in safety-sensitive occupations. So again, just this is going to proliferate all across the the state. It's going to create problems in the workforce. It's going to create problems on the roadways. And, you know, some people think, oh, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal uh, when you're adding the, the, the legalization of recreational marijuana. We already have medical marijuana uh, for those who who need you know dispensary treatments for various maladies, this is not that. This is recreational use, and again, it will be abused. Let me read some of the bullet points here from the piece that the Ohio Christian Alliance has produced. When casting your no vote, remember that issue two is meant to make a few greedy investors rich, not make Ohio better. It ensures we will be overrun with marijuana, as California and Colorado has proven. Recklessly expose kids to a mind-altering substance in kid-friendly forms. This is what you were just talking about, such as candy and cookies. Uh, Promotes recreational use of a drug that causes withdrawal, distorted uh, perceptions, respiratory damage, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and schizophrenia. Increases the likelihood that users will endanger others by driving while under the influence. So this is going to be all of our problem when we hit the roadways now with an additional uh, substance uh, that's really going to be unconstrained. How will law enforcement deal with this, Green? Well, again, that is a real problem. They have taken the bite out of the law, and what happens in other states is, you know, basically the the black market continues to grow unchecked. And, uh, you know, the taxes aren't there anymore. So these marijuana uh, companies that start up thinking they're going to make all this money from marijuana, actually the black market comes in and, you know, they sell it cheaper. So that's what goes. And and a lot of people that think they're investing in this marijuana and they're going to get rich, they find out that that's not what happens. So it is a real problem. And um, there, I, when you mentioned uh, schizophrenia, there was a brand new study out in Denmark that said 30% of uh, the men that are um, that are diagnosed with schizophrenia all started with marijuana. That's a real scary statistic. It really is. And when you consider that it still is a gateway drug, marijuana is a gateway drug. If you ask those who work in addiction clinics of those who are on heroin and more severe drugs, uh, when they interview the patients, Ninety percent of them started with marijuana. It doesn't that's mean true. that everyone that that strikes up and you know smokes a joint is going to go to a harder drug and start shooting heroin in their arm. But it is a gateway drug, and that ninety percent of those on hard drugs and on addictions uh, with addiction problems started with marijuana. So it's still the gateway drug. And here we are. We're just going to promote it. Uh, this is why we have to defeat issue two. We're going to need everybody's help to do this that's listening to this program. Uh, 
Green, you, you did a, a couple of spots for the No on Issue 2 campaign. Tell us about that. Well, you know, I think that's important to to get the story out there. And I do that because, you know, I don't want this to happen to another family. And the the pain that we felt was so intense. I just feel like I have to talk about this and how prevalent it is. I'm connected with many other people from different states that already have legal marijuana, and I see what's going on there. So it's very important that I that I speak out about this, and I see how it's damaging, um, how damaging it is to the youth. And you know, we call this marijuana, and a lot of people have a pre notion that they know what this is. They do not know what this isn't the marijuana, like you said from 30 years ago. It shouldn't even be called marijuana. It's so potent. So I I feel very uh, blessed that that I am able to speak out and tell this story and warn people about this. People need to get educated in Ohio. We need to do the research to find out, not just, I spoke with a woman the other day and I said, so how do you feel about marijuana? She goes, oh, I think it's great. You know, you know, when you compare it to alcohol, they're the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. You can have a couple drinks and be fine, but, but if you take one, okay, I've got this, hold on here. I want to make sure I get this right. You can you can take one hit off a THC vape or um, eat an edible that's like 90% uh, THC and and you can go into psychosis from this. You can't get you can't do that with marijuana and and uh, and the marijuana is a fat seeking substance so it resides in your brain. Our brains are 60% fat. When you drink alcohol, it will get out of your body. Your kidneys work hard to get it out of there. So it's completely different than alcohol. And people need to know that. And it's much more dangerous and much more potent. Reading again from some of the talking points, opposing issue two increases the likelihood that users will endanger others by driving while under the influence. How will they even determine? So obviously they're, um, you know, currently when you drink too much alcohol, there's an alcohol level that uh, uh, yes. you know, you'll be uh, DUI. How will they determine that with marijuana use, Corrine? Well, there is a way to determine it. They have something called oral swabs, but all that all that can do is determine that it's present. And there's five other drugs that they can pick up on. But then you're going to need either a, a urine test um, that, that will detect if you're if you're impaired or not. But it is a real problem. It's a problem, and um, but we don't have any say, laws along those lines right now, do we? Right. In the state of Ohio. Well, yeah, I think I think we do. I think it's two nanograms per milliliter. We do have a law that's that you know. Yes, we do have a level, and uh, but the thing is, it dissipates very quickly, and a lot of times they take blood, and within a short period of time, because it seeks seeks fat. It goes into the brain and it goes out of the blood very quickly. So it's not like alcohol that stays in the blood and then is excreted from the kidneys. It's totally different. So it's hard to tell. You know, I think the only way we can tell is by saying it's present and you were impaired. So, but it's it's going to be difficult. Well, and uh, as yeah, it this, was in my daughter's case. Yeah. Well, th- that's right. And then. You know, look, employers are already having difficulty finding uh, people to work. I was just at the post office where they're doing hiring and they're looking for, uh, yes. you know, able-bodied men and women to, you know, that used yes. to be a coveted job to work the post yes. office because you had good 
uh, regular pay, benefits. you had benefits, yeah. you had pension, and now they can't find anybody to work down there. But there's so many uh, business owners that I talk to that just can't find qualified workers. I have a son-in-law who has an auto mechanic shop, and he's he says, I, I, I can't take it anymore. I'm, I'm doing all the work myself because uh, there's not qualified people. How much more when you add this recreational marijuana use into the mix and people start using it on a regular basis. Uh, this is going to be a disaster for the workforce of Ohio. Kareen, your thoughts? Well, like you said, it's already horrible. They already have a terrible time trying to find qualified workers. And, you know, I, I know that they're going to start changing the laws in some areas um, where they do not have to drug drug test anymore. They're going to, except for certain areas you know, like bus drivers and, and you know, police officers, certain service jobs. But it, it, it's just going to continue to get worse. I don't know why Ohio would want to do that to itself. Well, that's why medical professionals, uh, you know, those um, uh, business owners, parents, educators, uh, employers, all are opposed to Issue 2. And, folks, we need to get out there and vote no on Issue 2. Uh, and again, early voting begins October 11th. The, the November 7th election is coming quickly. If you need to update your voter registration, you need to do that before October 10th. You could do it on the Secretary of State's website. Uh, just go under there under voting and elections, and you can register to vote online, but do it before October 10th so you can cast your vote and cast your no vote for issue two. We're going to take a quick break. Yes. We're going to be right back in just a second with uh, Kareen Lamacra uh, from the Issue 2 opposing campaign. We'll be right back. My birth mom was a scared teenager when she was forced into a late-term abortion. Because of a doctor's mistake, I survived, but my twin did not. I was left broken and hurt. Late-term abortion is real, and so is the pain. But the pro-choice industry wants it right up to birth. Abortions that are too late too painful and too extreme for Ohio. Will you stand for victims? Please say no to late-term abortion in Ohio. Paid for by Ohio Christian Alliance. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. And so uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to finish out here with Issue 2 with Kareen. But uh, the Issue 2 campaign, so what will you be doing uh, in the next couple of weeks? Where will you be going? You'll be having some speaking engagements? Yes, uh, we're doing a lot of radio and TV, and and I've got people who have been affected by this who are also speaking out, affected in different ways. Um, tomorrow night I will be on the debate. 
um, here at Otterbein. So that will be televised. Um, so, and that's what we'll be doing. A lot of interviews, a lot of radio and, and TV, TV spots. Tell us about the, uh, uh, tell us about the Otterbein debate. Well, we'll just be debating, uh, two people from the, from the marijuana industry. One of them is an, is an attorney that probably helped write issue two. We'll be talking about the, uh, the issue itself and discussing it, the finer points of it. And, and I will be telling my story. Who else will be joining you at the Otterbein uh, College uh, debate on issue two? Uh, well, I will be speaking with Senator Roman Chuck. He will be joining me. Oh, very good. And then yeah. there's two people from the marijuana industry. Right. Yeah, Senator uh, Romachuk is a is a good fella. In fact, he's going to join us just in a few minutes. Yes, uh, he is. So, so um, he'll be a positive uh, uh, voice to oppose issue two. He knows all the specifics and details. We're going to get to him in just a few minutes. But Corrine, uh how many others are joining you on the trail on issue two to oppose it? Uh, that are also speaking out because I did see a few other ads uh, with some other folks in there. Tell us about those folks. Uh, well, there's several people that have been personally harmed within their family. There's one woman whose um, whose son actually took his own life after using marijuana and then onto more hard drugs and uh, ran out on a highway and in front of a Mack truck and was killed. It was a very horrible situation. I have another uh, woman that, that I'm speaking out with. Her name is Aubrey, and her two sons were affected by it. One of them she was able to um, get off the drugs, and he is clean. The other one is not. She's still fighting that battle. Um, I have another uh, friend of mine who's been affected by this. She herself went into psychosis, and so did her brother. They were using together. She was able to um, get out of psychosis and be normal and live a healthy life. But her uh, brother became schizophrenic, and he is today. He's, he's living like that today. So those are, I mean, those are all different aspects of how marijuana can harm our society. Tell us the website, uh, the Oppose Issue 2 website. How do folks get there? You just put in Protect Ohio Jobs and Families, and there's a link in there that you can you can join and become one of the protectors. That's right. So and that's what protect, that is, it means... Yeah, that's yes, protectohiofamilies.com. Again, folks, that's protect... OhioFamilies.com. Go on, Corrine. You you can go on there and hear everybody's story. A lot of people that have been around here that have seen how it it affects people in different ways are on there telling their stories. um, I mean, there's no way that that you could think a bill like this would be okay. And and when when we put something like this out in the public and we say it's legal, it's like putting a stamp of approval on it for the youth. And they're the ones with the, with developing brains that we re, you know that are most at risk, and that's who the marijuana uh, industry targets. They target the youth because they become lifelong customers. You know, they market them with candies and and sugar and bright colored packaging. It's obvious who they're going after. So it's important that you know if it is legal someday in our state, the bill, the initiative, the bill needs not to be written by the marijuana industry. It needs to be written by our legislatures that protect our that uh, protect our families here in Ohio. This bill, this initiative does not. 
It's all written in favor of them. Again, that's protectohiofamilies.com is the website, protectohiofamilies.com. That is no on issue two. And you can also find information on the Ohio Christian Alliance website where we have a handout that you can download, print, and share it with your family and friends, information and urging you to vote no on issue two. Kareen, thank you for being my guest today on the program, and thank you for all you're doing to help to oppose issue two. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Yep. And then, folks, stay stay tuned. We'll be right back with Senator Mark Romachuk again to talk about Issue 2. Don't go away. Let me turn to abortion. The ban on partial birth abortions or late-term abortions, you supported that ban. I did and I do. Late-term abortions were too much for Biden. But if Issue 1 passes... In the ninth month, you can take the baby and rip the baby out of the womb of the mother. That's not okay with me. Republicans and Democrats oppose the late-term abortions allowed under Issue 1. Join them. Vote no on Issue 1. In the Army National Guard, soldiers serve part-time and close to home. My community means everything to me. It helps shape me into who I am today and is where I choose to raise my own family. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from. And as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The education benefits I got from serving helped me get my degree and jumpstart my career. The training and leadership skills I've gained from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people, help my neighbors, and look out for my community. I know that when my neighbors need us the most, my fellow soldiers and I will be ready. My family loves it here, and my part-time service means we get to stay here. Serve part-time in the community you live in as a proud member of the Army National Guard. Talk to your local recruiter or visit NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. My birth mom was a scared teenager when she was forced into a late-term abortion. Because of a doctor's mistake, I survived. But my twin did not. I was left broken and hurt. Late-term abortion is real, and so is the pain. But the pro-choice industry wants it right up to birth. Abortions that are too late, too painful, and too extreme for Ohio. Will you stand for victims? Please say no to late-term abortion in Ohio. Paid for by Ohio Christian Alliance. And we're back, and we're going to be continuing to talk about issue two. That's the legalization of recreational marijuana here in the state of Ohio on the November 7th ballot. Uh, we need to get out and oppose this thing, folks, uh, before we end up like California, Washington State, liberal Washington State, and Colorado, uh, where legalization of recreational marijuana is wreaking havoc among the young populace out there. Uh, with us on the phone is State Senator Mark Romachuk, who is actually a spokesman opposing Issue 2 and has helped to write the uh, talking points uh, opposing the issue, and rightfully so, uh, who is a business owner himself and is concerned, like most of the business community, who is already having difficulty finding qualified workers without any drug problems uh, when they're tested. Uh, now this is only going to really throw havoc into the workforce of Ohio if Issue 2 is passed. Senator, welcome to the program. 
Good afternoon, Chris. Nice to be with you. Well, thank you for taking time out. We just heard from Corrine. She was telling her personal story, how tragic that was of her daughter, of someone that was high on marijuana that uh, uh, basically collided into her vehicle at a high rate of speed uh, and, and, and took her life. But that's not an aberration. That was basically the rule of what's happening in high percentages in the state of Colorado. Tell us about that. Well, you're absolutely right. Um, We know uh, through the research uh, of states that have legalized that car accidents go up and deaths as a result of car accidents go up. And that's exactly what happened to Corrine's daughter. Uh, We know that happens. We know there's more injured workers on the job and we know that crime goes up. All these things have been studied in the states that have already legalized. And we know that kids are being sent to the ERs, our emergency rooms, especially in Colorado, because they inadvertently die, you know, consume some of this marijuana-related uh, products. So this is bad for Ohio. Uh, it's bad for the all of Ohioans who don't partake in any kind of marijuana use. Uh, and we're going to be left holding the bag here and paying for all this carnage. Well, issue two, of course, is a real threat to Ohio, and uh, that's why Ohioans have to get out in large numbers and oppose it. Uh, We do see a coalition of leaders in the business community, medical professionals, clergy, uh, church associations that are opposing issue two. Uh, The Ohio Christian Alliance has produced a voter guide handout for churches that we're shipping out right now. And folks, you can go to our website and request the voter guide for your church, which is a no on issue one and issue two. Uh, And that's at Ohio Christian Alliance. Just search that or go to ohioca.org. We're going to talk about the Protect... uh, Ohio website uh, in a minute here. So this is a, this is a great website too. This is a no on issue two website. Protect our jobs. Uh, but I would say protect our roadways as well. Vote no on November seventh. Uh, protect Ohio families. So there is a coalition, Mark, that is uh, that has been assembled to oppose this. You have the Fraternal Order of Police. Uh, you have the American Academy of Pediatrics, the Catholic Conference, the Ohio Christian Alliance, the Ohio Business Roundtable, uh, the Associated of Chiefs of Police around Ohio, the Sheriff's Association, Ohio Manufacturers. Tell us about the broad coalition that's come together to oppose Issue 2. Well, I tell you, Chris, that uh, coalition is growing every day. Um, and I suspect uh, here in the next week, 10 days, that that number might even double. Because when people learn the facts about what this will do to our state, immediately they want to oppose it. The problem has been over the last couple of decades, there's been a campaign run by the marijuana industry to basically say marijuana should be normalized and it's okay. Well, it's not okay. We have data that suggests it's an addictive drug. We have data that suggests that it causes psychosis. And we know that four out of 10 individuals go on to use a more potent drug. So this leads to a it leads to tragedy. I have heard this story over and over again as somebody who is chairman of the Health and Human Services Committee in the Ohio House and now the Ohio Senate. And it always, not always, but mostly usually ends in some sort of tragedy. So this is not good. When people learn about this and look at the facts, they know that this is bad for Ohio. Then, Chris, if you consider that this 
legislation or this statute was written by the industry itself, well, guess what? When you get a chance to write your own rules and your own laws that pertain to you, you tend to, you know, write it uh, in favor of what you're trying to accomplish. So it's all geared towards the industry, the marijuana industry. Uh, I call them uh, cartels. Uh, in many ways, they are. And uh, this is just super bad for everybody else in Ohio that will have to pick up the cost of all this. Issue two legalizes an addiction for profit industry at the expense of our families and poses substantial risk to the public health and safety of all of Ohioans, especially children and adolescents given marijuana's high potential for abuse. You know, you talked about how children mistakenly digest what is like candy products that they produce. They do like gumdrops, they do cookies and uh, all kinds of uh, assorted candies. The kids see that, they just think it's candy. Uh, they digest it. The next thing you know that you're off to the emergency room because you've got a real trauma problem with a child with ingesting uh, these marijuana products. Explain. Well, I tell you, this is big tobacco all over again. We know big tobacco was marketing to children to get them started on their product, and that's exactly what will happen here with this marijuana industry. And when you look at the number of forms that this marijuana can take, uh, it's just not plants like what most people might uh, uh, know about, but they can be in the form, marijuana can be in the form of drops, edibles, patches, oral strips, beverages, pills, and capsules. So kids will be kids, and they will get their hands on this. And we know from the state of Colorado, the number of ER visits with children being poisoned went way up and continues to be way up. So this is just bad um, when you consider that. And also what's interesting is the potency of this particular marijuana is like nothing we've seen before. It's industrial grade. So let me explain. Back in Woodstock days, the THC level in marijuana was rough 4 to 6%. This statute would require the potency to be a minimum of 35%. That's seven times stronger than the, the old uh, weed of Woodstock days. So this is super dangerous. Um, it's not good for our kids, and it will have long-lasting effects on our society. We're talking with State Senator Mark Romanchuk. He is, of course, part of the committee to oppose Issue 2. The Ohio Christian Alliance is also urging a no vote on Issue 2, and we really need to get the word out statewide. Uh, Senator, um, how is the campaign going right now? Is there is there enough funding for any TV commercials? Uh, I know that there's a number of ads on social media. We just talked to Corrine, who shared her personal story of her daughter's tragic death of someone who was intoxicated with uh, marijuana and high in a high volume that took her daughter's life. Uh, is there an opportunity to get on TV here, or is this really a grassroots campaign? It's both. Uh, we hope uh, here soon we'll have enough money to go up on TV, but it's a struggle. Um, it's a struggle to raise money, and every little bit helps. And we know, um, Chris, that if we can get the resources and push out the, our message and push out the facts, that people will vote this down. Uh, but, you know, we're up against the other side, the industry side, the marijuana industry side, the cartels that have virtually unlimited amount of money. So 
it's an uphill battle. It's a David and Goliath situation, but we're we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can to make sure everybody knows to vote no. And the website again is protectohiofamilies.com. This is the vote no on issue two on November seventh. It's protectohiofamilies.com. In fact, you can sign up for their email list and be alerted to updates on the campaign to oppose issue two and also get relative information that you'll be able to share with your family and friends. So again, that website is protectohiofamilies.com. Senator, the Ohio Christian Alliance is putting out a bulletin insert. We're urging the church folks to get out there and vote no on issues one and two. Uh, We have a printed version out that's going out to churches statewide. It is a grassroots effort. Um, I do see some momentum there. As you said, the coalition is building. I actually haven't seen any uh, ads in favor of issue two. Uh, does that side of the, the equation have money to go up on TV, or what are they what are they hoping for here? I don't know. Uh, they know they have resources, and they probably have more resources than we have. I don't know what their plan is. Of course, uh, they're certainly not going to share that with me, with me, considering I'm on the opposite side of, of they are. But if I could add one more thing that's very important for your listeners, and that is the statute that's written by the industry would allow for individuals to have two and a half ounces of marijuana on their person. They could transport it. They could buy that much marijuana. So I I don't know what two and a half ounces looks like. So I went online and it's a big ball of the leafy plant, marijuana plant. And then when you do a little bit more research, that two and a half ounces equates to 200 joints. So why in the world would anybody need two enough marijuana to make 200 joints? So this is super bad for Ohio. It's super bad for our kids. It's super bad for law enforcement. This is not going to end well if this passes. And like you said, uh, this is <clears throat> not the marijuana of 30 years ago, 34 years ago, <clears throat> that had a very low THC level, but now it's a very high what was those percentages, again, of the increase in this? Well, the minimum percentage that the THC must uh, uh, be at is 35%. And the 30-plus years ago was anywhere from 4 to 6. So they've taken this plant and genetically re-engineered it and doing other growing type of uh, changes. They're able to really increase the THC level, which is the part that gives you the high. So this is very dangerous stuff. Uh, People that use this kind of product will absolutely go on to uh, other products with even more potency. And let's not forget, Chris, that marijuana is still a Schedule I drug. That's how the federal government registers it. And what is a federal uh, Schedule I drug? Well, that's a drug list that uh, is... uh, uh, published uh, that has a high uh, uh, relevance of usage and addiction. And this list includes heroin, LSD, ecstasy. So marijuana is on the same list as all those other high, terrible drugs that we know uh, have wrecked havoc to our uh, state and to our country. So why in the world we would legalize this in Ohio, knowing that the federal government still believes it's a bad drug and it shouldn't be legalized, is beyond me. Talking to those who counsel at uh, drug addiction clinics, they said that of those patients, 90% of them started with marijuana, 
And again, it's not to say that someone smoking a joint or a bong, joint or a bong, is going to end up with a, a heroin needle in their arm. But 90% of their own admission says it was how they got started down that trail. So it is a gateway drug uh, by by the uh, user's own admission. Uh, the Colorado traffic deaths since legalization has increased 24% overall, while deaths in which drivers tested positive for marijuana increased 135%. Uh, the percentage of all Colorado traffic deaths that were marijuana-related has risen from 15% in 2014 uh, to 25% in 2019. Uh, this is according to the research by the Hudson Institute. Uh, you also uh, were telling us about Quest Diagnostics. That's a group that does drug testing for the business community. Tell us about their findings, Mark. Well, Quest Diagnostics is a blood and urine testing company. They really don't have a, uh, you know, a fight, a dog in the fight here. Um, so they're kind of independent. And their data clearly shows that in the states that have legalized, they have seen increases in uh, marijuana, presence of marijuana in injured workers and drivers. So they're independent. They're just a lab that does the analysis and sends it back to the doctor or to a workers' comp entity, whatever it is. So they have no dog in the fight here, but they can clearly correlate the legalization of marijuana in the other states to all these uh, injuries that are occurring. So um, that's, I think that's a very important and unbiased information. We have all these jobs in Ohio, and of course, with the new industries that are coming into central Ohio, uh, with the uh, tech industry, there's a lot of warehouses that are going up across the state, and you have to have tow motors in warehouses for the uh, uh, the stacking and the uh, uh, moving of goods. Uh, you know, a tow motor driver. I mean, you've got to be uh, alert and cognizant. You can't be having this in your system. And these are the kinds of people that if you're if you're, you're trying to find a workforce, and then you you give them put them behind the wheel of uh, heavy equipment. We've got real problems on our hands. Your thoughts? No question. Um, if you think about all those industries, manufacturing, which we're the third largest manufacturing state in the country, our construction industry, our transportation industry, even our medical industry, you don't want any of those individuals to be under the influence because that's when accidents occur. That's when somebody maybe gets killed. So it's it's a huge problem for the workforce. It's a huge problem for our business community. And, and our economy will suffer for it because there'll be more uh, cost to the industry in, in, in the form of higher insurance premiums. Uh, so this is just a loser everywhere you look. Uh, this is just a bad deal for Ohio. That's right. Heightens the risk of workplace injuries and employer liability. Enables home growth which will in, in inevitably create a cottage industry of home growers dealing marijuana laced with even more dangerous substances. Explain. Yeah, the, the statute allows for an individual to have up to six plants per individual and up to 12 plants for a household. So uh, I'm not sure why anybody needs to be growing uh, this product, uh, but that's what the legislation will allow. And think about how that would be controlled. So, 
you're you're home, you're you're growing marijuana. Maybe you have kids in and out of the uh, home. You've got children running around. Will this be done behind a locked door? I doubt it. Will it be controlled and make sure it doesn't get mixed with anything? I doubt it. So that part doesn't work either, and it certainly doesn't uh, pass the common sense uh, test. And the legalization of this substance that we've banned for years, legalizing marijuana's recreational use. Uh, you know, there used to be an old smoking co- commercial, like father, like son, and you know there would be a dad that would be lighting up a cigarette, and his dad, his boy would be watching him and want to smoke too. Well, that's the next generation. Once you lessen the uh, restrictions on things like this, it will increase drug use among our youth. Uh, It's the last thing we need of this generation that has already gone, uh, the shutdowns through the pandemic and are behind on their school. Uh, Reading here from the Hudson Institute's findings, growing youth drug use. Um, Colorado's ranking among the states for uh, youth drug use was already uh, high among the other states, but it remains so high today. In fact, all the states that accompanied Colorado on the path toward legalization have now emerged as the states with the highest percentage of youth users well above the national average. So the other fallout from this is our young people uh, being encouraged to be drug users. Well, you said it, and that's why all the children's hospitals here in Ohio are against this, and arguably we have some of the best children's hospitals in the country, maybe in the entire world. So they know what they're talking about. They're the ones receiving these children as patients that have digested some of these uh, marijuana products, and that's why they're against it. So it's not good for our young community, and it will cause long-term harm. You know, people say, well, it's just, you know, a harmless drug that, you know, causes people to just, you know, zone out and get away from their problems. Yeah, it causes withdrawal, right? Distorted perceptions, respiratory damage, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, and schizophrenia. You know, as a pastor, counseling people over the years, uh, getting them to come to reality and coming to terms with their life, one of the first things they need to do is the sobriety of uh, just everyday life and the joy of being uh, sober and recognizing uh, and experiencing real joy when it happens, like with your family or with their children. Uh, but this is basically putting them in a stupor. Uh, you know, this is basically, uh, this is not reality. And then what happens is the person becomes very withdrawn. Uh, you know, there's, there's depression, uh, isolation, suicidal thoughts. Absolutely. Uh, you know, there's no good from this, Mark. I mean, these folks, again, stand to make a lot of money, isn't that? And people say, well, maybe the people want it. Not, not so much the people want it. Uh, again, this is like big pushers of the industry because they stand to make a lot of money. Your thoughts? Yeah, it's definitely about uh, money. Um, it's about uh, big business rolling into our state and uh, wanting to benefit off the backs of everybody else. So this doesn't have any redeeming quality. And by the way, with regard to young people, if you look at Colorado, they're now first in the nation for first time marijuana use by uh, marijuana use by youth. Oh, so. Lord. We know that the youth start taking this up. They see it being grown in the home. They see mom and dad using it. So guess what? Children will be children. They're going to do the same, as you mentioned earlier. So, yeah, this is all about one thing. It's about the color of money. 
Senator, thank you for all that you're doing to help oppose Issue 2. Uh, thank you for uh, being committed to the cause. We're doing all that we can. We're spreading the word. Uh, folks, again, let me give you a couple websites where you can find some information. First of all, the Protect uh, Ohio Families dot com. Again, that's Protect Ohio Families dot com, and you can actually sign up for their emails to give you alerts on the campaign as we get going uh, through the month of October to November seventh. Also, the Ohio Christian Alliance has a voter guide of a vote no on issue two for your church and your community group as a handout. You can click and print that. Also, you can request them for your church. We'll send you a printed full-color version of Vote No on Issues 1 and 2, and that's on our website at ohioca.org. Senator, thank you for being my guest today. Thank you, Chris. And just one last thing. When you consider Ohio is already in a drug crisis, we have the highest overdose rate per capita than any other state in the country. Legalizing and legitimizing another addictive drug just makes no sense. Absolutely. And, you know, it makes my heart break uh, when I, I hear you say that. And I, you know, I know that's true because I've had those who have re recovered on this program who run clinics now and the counselors and the expedited uh, uh, statistics of those uh, who are addicted and actually die of overdoses. And remember, folks, it all starts with marijuana. That's why we have to defeat issue two in November. Thank you, Senator, for being my guest today. You bet. My pleasure. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. Well, again, uh, thank you for listening today. And you can find out this information on our website at ohioca.org. And also help us to just continue the message. We'd like to print and distribute more of the voter guides if you'd like to make a donation. Uh, to that end, there's a link to contribute to the Ohio Christian Alliance on our website, and if you'd like to give a tax-deductible contribution, you can do that as well, uh, just by indicating that you want it go, going to the OCA Ed Fund, and uh, your contribution will be tax-deductible. Again, uh, the website is ohioca.org, or search Ohio Christian Alliance. You can also phone us at 330-887-1922. So you don't have access to a computer right now, you can phone us at 330-887-1922. There are also still signs available for Issue 1, no on Issue 1, uh, and that's at the Richfield Bible Baptist Church. Uh, that's Pastor Al's church. He's a board member of the Ohio Christian Alliance, and uh, we'll give you that information if you phone us. We'll give you the address to the church. Again, that's 330-887-1922. And uh, leave a message if uh, no, if it's after hours, and then we'll get back to you uh, to let you know where you can pick up your vote no on issue one signs. Also, there's some voter guides at the church as well. That's over on Wheatley Road, just off of Route 77. Well, listen. Thank you for listening today. And if you want to, if you missed any of today's program, you can hear it in its entirety on our website again at OhioCA.org. And I just encourage you to be in prayer for this election. And if we all get in and do our part, we're going to make a difference. God bless you and thank you for listening, friend. You have been listening to News in Focus with your host, Chris Long, president of the Ohio Christian Alliance. To learn more about the issues that matter most to you and your family, visit online at ohioca.org. 
That's ohioca.org. Thank you for listening. This program is sponsored by the Ohio Christian Alliance of Akron, Ohio.